Good morning, everyone. This is Judith Hague. Hope you're listening to Mad Love. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Welcome to this daily devotional of sorts. I'm constantly uh, trying to avoid being uh, sounding like a cult leader. You know, that's my new obsession, these cults. Uh, you should watch the next VM docs, though. The one on the one on stars is the best one. The one on HBO is faker. They got faked out. Because those people downgrade how dangerous the cult was because they were all up in it. The other one brings receipts. The one on uh, stars points the finger at how deeply those other two were involved. So anyway, uh, yesterday was an emotional day, as you guys know. Uh, and if you've listened to this podcast, you can go back to 2017, 2018. You know, I'm, I'm pretty close to my dad. I was a daddy's girl. Um, I miss him. I miss his advice. It was very succinct, though. I mean, he was not uh, Heathcliff Huxtable. Okay, he was a blue collar truck driving man. He drove a beer truck for a living. So beer money paid for my life. Um, And he was funny, funny guy, but he was insightful. He wasn't super book smart, but he was very smart and he could just read people and he understood things without without explanation from anybody else he could just size up a situation pretty quickly for himself and like I said he did not care for phonies he wasn't into liars and um you know yeah he was a good guy good guy good dad and I miss him very much um but I'm grateful more than anything uh because we were close and as I've gotten older I mean it didn't take very long when I got to college I became curious about my own relationship with my mom because all my friends were like best friends with their moms. And that just had never really been advanced as an option <laughs> to me. <laughs> I mean, it was always clear. I'm not your friend. I'm your mother. And it was just like, okay. And we didn't have a friendly relationship. And then I got to college and all these people were best friends with their mom, eh, with their dad. And I was the opposite. I was really close to my dad and kind of like struggling to get on some sort of common footing with my mom. Um, You know, and it took a long time. I don't think we really got close until recently. And um, yeah, I just it was interesting to me. So I know that there are a lot of people who who don't have fathers, who don't have good fathers. And that's a shame. And I think that's the biggest uh the biggest crime going on uh, in modern society is that fathers just feel so disposable that they consider themselves disposable. Um, You know, we're not the animal kingdom. You need your parents. (laughs) You need people to provide for you uh, financially, spiritually, emotionally, you know, and I had all of that and it was great. You know, you feel secure. Uh, and also my dad would go bash somebody's head in if I told them they were messing with me. <laughs> that is a confidence that uh, only comes when you have a, a dad, you know, what he did, what? So, yeah, you know, a good dad. So I'm, I'm wishing that for everyone to have a good dad, you know, and if those days are gone for you and it, you can't get them back, 
Close your eyes and imagine what it would have been like to have a good dad. Even that will give you a good feeling. You know, and I know it's no replacement, but you should be able to access what that would have felt like. I think accessing the broad array, broad array of emotions that we have helps the healing process. Um, and so if your, your dad's gone and you're never going to have a good relationship with them, uh, then you should access that feeling, you know, to feel the healing. Um, and if he's alive and you're still just not on the same page, I'm not saying, you know, listen, people are who they are and he may not be at a point where he can or will ever change, but you can extend some sort of warm feeling towards him and, and know that you forgive him for not being a better parent. Uh, it really will help. And, um, you know, for me, it's just, you know, I'm just bummed out because my dad was sick for a really long time, too. He was sick for years and forgot who I was. And we really couldn't have conversations uh, for years before he died. So in a lot of ways, I've been without my dad for much, much longer than 11 years. But even at, with that, I was still super devastated when he died. It just was just awful. Um but I'm I'm glad that it happened around Christmas because it gives Christmas some gravity for me. Um, I enjoyed Christmas as a kid. Uh, the toys, all that was great. I was in Catholic school, so I was aware that Jesus was a part of it, all of that. But for me, the bigger message was, you know, clean up, <laughs> get your gifts. Um, so as I've gotten older, you know, and I remember enjoying coming home for Christmas because I couldn't come home, you know, we weren't super wealthy. So when I went away to school, it was like, you can come home for Thanksgiving or Christmas, but not Thanksgiving and Christmas. I think I only got to do that once. So it was always fun to come home. You know, I think I got a, a Sony Discman. My my siblings gave me a Sony Discman. That was the best gift they ever gave me. I mean, I love that thing. And it was just, that was modern technology back then. You could put your CDs in there with your headphones. I had a pair of Sony headphones. Uh, and to be honest, I still prefer Sony headphones. Sorry, they just are the best sounding to me. Um, and then, uh, you know, I just would walk around campus uh, with with my headphones. It, it had a soundtrack, you know. So, uh, and music was really more diverse back then. It was a lot more popular music sounded, had a lot more varieties than what you have now. And so it was nice. It was fun. Uh, that was a good gift. Like, I remember that. But with my dad dying so close to Christmas, it just sort of gives it a gravity and a, and a thankfulness um, energy. Because the year he died, I mean, his funeral was like two days before Christmas. It was really, really sad. And it, it that juncture wasn't great. But now I can look back and say, oh, okay, these are the things I need to focus on and be grateful for and get ready uh, to launch myself into the new year. So that's how I look at it. It's still hard, though. So anyway, saying all that, please start looking towards the new year. I know it's easy to to want to just chill and, um, you know, lean into the holidays I get that. But also be prepared. You know, we've had a tough year. 
You need to wind down from this year and then launch yourself in the next year and uh, have a plan, have some strategies, have some goals. You know, I think that's really what keeps you focused, even when uh, chaos is unfolding all around you. Um, Yeah. So let's just hang in there. Uh, And some advice I've gotten recently is don't underestimate the pettiness of your enemies. I don't know who whose enemy or who you view in your life as an enemy, whether it's time, whether it's uh whether it's an actual human being, whether it's uh just a bad attitude, whatever you view the enemy to be, don't underestimate its power to uh uh do damage to you and your vision of your life. You know, so whatever, if you're a procrastinator, you simply can't keep thinking you can put everything off. You know, if it's an actual human being that's your enemy, you you got to know what you're dealing with. Don't underestimate their power to, um, hopefully it's not, because seriously, in St. Louis, it could be an actual gunman. Uh, but <laughs> if it's not, you know, if it's it's someone who's keeping you from your best self or keeping you from making the real money or, uh, you know, keeping you in a unhealthy marriage, whatever it is, uh, don't underestimate its power and hold over your life and move forward and past it. It's super important. And, uh, that just came to me. So somebody needed to hear that today. And if that's you, good luck and amen. And I hope it works out because, uh, yeah, we have missions and goals and it's those things that we don't deal with that are holding us back. Uh, they can take more time and steal more time and more energy away from you in 2021. And you do not want that. So let's go forward. Be the star of your own life. Let's just see what good things are unfolding for us. OK, I'm excited for the future and I plan to see you in the winter circle. Yeah, be safe, be well and be your best. Trailblazing flames from my launch pad Shopping in front and that jack, I flaunt cash Haters talking shit, but they toss trash I go the distance, persistent, I finish every inch I never pop from pressure, we're never in a pinch I never wait from this lucid dream I'm living in Never mention submission, I'm never giving in You'll never see me cause I'm speeding in attendant bands Cruising Missouri, St. Louis cause I'm a bill again This music is a revolution, truly militant Accusing stupid looking foolish cause I'm innocent Damn right and I never show a caution Fighting right through fatigue and exhaustion Until I get the fame and claim a fortune I want it all, I will settle for a portion And I don't give it damn whatever man hoards it I'm hoping to gain ransom for extortion It won't exchange hands unless I force it Not even if I'm dead and gone pushing orchids Who can know, who can know Who can really know what the future holds I don't really know when truth be told But I let you know when the scoop so who can know, 
your hoes I don't really know when truth be told But I'll let you know when the scoop will fall So, I got this feeling I don't really see it stopping So I'm about to blow the ceiling, get it popping Tune your TV to TMZ if you watching Cause who's about to be ballin' probably obnoxious Like girl, oh you think I'm acting funny I ain't frontin', I'm just stuntin', we got money I got the buzz and it be like we got honey So quit trippin', get in the bitly, is you coming? Who you feelin' with? Being bourgeois, honestly, bitch, I feel it too, ma Nevertheless, let's hit Hawaii too, ma And peep all the marine life, hoorah You better know I'm investing in my future Cause when I get it, I won't lose it being stupid The fame machine is a psychopathic guillotine And I admit the addiction, it might make me a fiend And best believe I ain't dying for a stupid cause And I ain't playing victim cause of my human flaws And I ain't bugging, I ain't drunk, and I ain't screwing broads I'ma just take this fame and be a shooter who can know, who can know, who can really know what the future holds I don't really know when truth be told, but I'll let you know when the scoop will fall So who can know, who can know, who can really know what the future holds I don't really know when truth be told, but I'll let you know when the scoop will fall so I'm going hard till I'm buried in the graveyard Unscarred by the fame or a rape charge No prison walls or slander even if hate's hard I'm only being known for spitting great bars And hell no, Joe, I never sold out Cause I expose my soul every so sold out I got what I asked for, wanna know how Praying to God, got what I asked for, no doubt Who can know, who can know Who can really know what the future holds I don't really know when truth be told But I'll let you know when the scoop and fall So who can know, who can know Who can really know what the future holds I don't really know Know when truth be told, but I let you know when the scoop be found.